You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them Kim Trails in the sky. Well, well, grand rising, everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and we do have a amazing, phenomenal show for y'all on this terrific Tuesday. Okay, I am excited because anytime I get to talk to folks, y'all know how much I get so inspired by their stories. We got Devondra Willer in the building. She's going to be telling us all about her children's book, Nova Be Bold. She is sharing some insight and that often isn't actually portrayed in a children's perspective. So I'm so excited to have her on the show today. We're going to be diving all into that close to the top of the show. And then we get to follow up with a new addition to the Converge family. Jay Martin is in the building, y'all. We're going to be talking about all the things that he's been into and his lead up into TV and radio. But of course, his podcast is now a part of our Converge family. So we're going to be talking all about the Drive Project later on in the show. So excited to have them both here. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a perfect time for you to tag and share the stream. Please tag and share this stream, y'all, with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Also, if you cannot watch our TV shows, we got you covered. You guys can listen to our shows anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, really, you name it, we're on all the platforms. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Now, you know, these couple messages that we have are so important. I want to keep them alive in our messaging for all of you all. Um, you know, first up, we have the Commercial Tenant Improvement Fund. This is something that is so needed in our community. If you are a small business and you are in a commercial space or looking to occupy a commercial space, this fund right here by the Office of Economic Development is $1.9 million that has been poured into a fund, allowing you all to apply for up to 100 thousand dollars for your commercial tenant improvements. And this is important because oftentimes this is a heavy cost up front for our commercial business, small businesses. This is something that, you know, will be the make or break it moment if you do occupy brick and mortar. And we're seeing that brick and mortar is actually making a comeback. We went through kind of that internet boom, uh, you know, everybody shopping online. And of course, people still shop online. We understand how huge and monstrous Amazon is. However, you know, when you can connect with local business owners and really circulate those dollars locally, it does so much great for the economy. So be a part of circulating those dollars and help our small businesses apply for this fund. Share it with friends that you know could benefit from it if it isn't you yourself. Curtis is putting the link there in the comments so you guys have easy access to get your applications in before the deadline. This is a phenomenal feat. Shout out to Office of Economic Development for knowing the need was there and filling these gaps. Also to our good old partners, Friends of Waterfront, they are having some amazing events going on this week. We want to keep you guys informed. We're going to be putting it up there for you all to see 
There it is. You guys can also go to their website, see all of these amazing events that are going on. What I love to see is that so many of these events are super family friendly. They are, you know, representing different ethnicities and backgrounds. Friends of Waterfront is being very intentional in their ways to bring these events out to community and connect with community on these amazing events. So shout out to Friends of Waterfront. We appreciate you guys for all you're doing over there. And look, while we still have the sun out, it's a great time to get out there to the pier. I'm telling you, because we all know in Seattle that weather can change pretty quickly. And you know, go out there and get some natural vitamin D when you can, while also enjoying an amazing event that's curated for your enjoyment. Check, check out Friends of Waterfront. Make sure you guys are participating in these events so that they can know we appreciate their efforts and they can bring on more and more events, right? That's the whole goal. So please check out those events. Now, Again, as I said, I'm excited to have our guests in the building today. We're going to start this show off after this short break with Devondra Wheeler. She is here to tell us all about her book, Nova Be Bold. And I can't wait to dive into this discussion with her, figure out what made her write this particular book from a children's perspective. You guys don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Lastly, we just want to let y'all know that we're hosting a blog party on Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. There's going to be free food, music, and it's going to be a really good time. So for more information, please visit our website. You can also check it out on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Thanks, y'all. Hope to see you soon. Guess what, you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th, and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here, and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events, including the Hip Hop Skate Party, hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jamming1075.com. Just search BASA. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And joining me right now is Devondra Wheeler. We're going to talk all about Nova Be Bold. What's up, Devondra? 
Hey, how you doing, Trey? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that this show is all about. It's about uplifting our Black brilliance in all the realms that it shows up out here in the world. And you decided to take a, a step out on your own and talk about something that is very unique and often never told from a children's perspective. So before we dive into Nova Be Bold, mm -hmm. what got you going and saying to yourself, you know what, I got to get this story out. I've got to write this book. So this book is um, based on my own experiences growing up. And so um, it was one day at church. Um, my pastor was telling me I was telling my story and uh, my pastor was telling me he was like, you need to put this in the children's book. And that was like maybe two years prior to me actually sitting down and writing it. So I started writing the book in 2020. I just felt in my spirit, I was just like, I need to get this down on paper. I need to get this story out because it's not just for me. I need to get this out for kids who are or have experienced that trauma as well. So that's what prompted me to get that story out and write the book. Well, I'm glad that you got that uh, insight from your pastor and, and you knew like instead of you holding this story or maybe only sharing it in, in forms like that, maybe at church or testimony, right? Mm -hmm. You said there's something that can be done here because oftentimes a sharing our story in book form allows for a multitude of other people to be healed by it. Right. Tell us a bit about that experience and what Nova Be Bold is all about. Um, so my healing experience, personally, it was a long one. <laughs> um, I didn't seek therapy or seek help really until I was an adult. I didn't tell anybody until I was an adult. Um, so I ended up going to therapy and I did like maybe two, two and a half years and kind of worked through that. Um, and just doing a lot of inner work, a lot of self-work and recognizing my triggers and learning how to navigate around those triggers um, and just owning or releasing that trauma, like just saying that it wasn't my fault. You know, that had nothing to do with me. That's, you know, that trauma isn't who I am and just becoming more than that trauma, becoming a survivor versus a victim. Yeah. So. And, and and you're talking about child sex abuse. Uh -huh. I mean, that right there is where I, when I was just going through, you know, everything and, and just talking about what you are presenting here to put something so, uh, you know, serious in a child's book, in a children's book. Now you're really directing this healing to the children who may have experienced similar things that you did as a young person and understanding that they have the opportunity to be bold in their own healing. Is that a bit about what you really have poured into this book? Yes, I definitely. So as a child, I didn't feel like I had that boldness. I didn't feel like I had the resources. I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. Or, you know, tell them like, hey, this is what's going on. You know, I was more so scared. And so Nova is who I wish I would, could have been when I was a child. You know, it wouldn't have endured as long as it did if I was able, if I had the confidence or the boldness to speak up. So I want to try to prevent that and educate kids today. Like, you don't have to endure that. Like, that's not right. That's not OK. You can be bold and say something about it. Yeah, that is so key. Uh, you know, I, I know family members and others who have gone through similar things. And 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 ultimately, I think one of the, the biggest 
things that happens oftentimes is it's people that are either close to the family, in the family, right? So that idea of, man, I got to break out and I got to say that this person ain't right. Like, you know, y'all, we, we all get together at these cookouts or whatever else, these community gatherings. And I see this person all the time and everybody's, you know, surrounding them or showing them love, but they are hurting me and they got something they need to work out. And oftentimes that's really the thing that I think makes children, you know, shy away from being bold in that regard and owning their narrative because it's hard to know that you can do that at a young age. But but how does uh, Nova approach this situation? Um, and when you talk about Nova, the character being who you wish you were, how did you uh, write Nova, create Nova to take on what was going on with her and do something different about it? Um, so do something different about it today. Yeah. Like, I mean, Nova in the story, like how is she being bold? I mean, it, you know, tell us a little bit about what took Nova through that kind of narrative to be like, I'm not about to do, I'm not about to endure <laughs> this. Like, by I'm not myself. about to do, deal yeah. with this. Um, so in the book, um, if you see on the cover, um, Nova, she's wearing this stone and the stone is a stone, a necklace that her grandmother gave to her. And she told her this story about how the stone came from its pieces of a supernova that um, blew up. And she told her how supernovas come about. Right. So, you know, if you ever seen a supernova, it's, it's big, it's full of energy, it's big and it's bold. And so um, when a supernova blows up, it go is it can be seen as like a traumatic event, you know. <laughs> but it creates something beautiful at the end, right? And so that stone was something beautiful that was created from that super, supernova. So the grandmother in the story would tell her, she was like, um, it's, if you're ever in a situation where you're feeling scared or, you know, you're not feeling as confident, remember what I told you about this stone. You can hold on to it and just think back to what I told you. Be bold as this stone was during that um, traumatic event when the supernova blew up, you know, because something mm -hmm. beautiful will come from that. And so in the story, um, Nova pulls from that strength when she's feeling down from that stone and she finds the boldness to talk to a teacher and tell them what's going on. So. Wow. Devadra, this is powerful, yo. This is super powerful. Th this for me right now, I'm getting all the goosies and the <laughs> chill bumps because you know what? This right here is is it's breaking, right? Like not enough of these kind of stories are being told in children's books to give children the perspective of what it can mean for them. And I know you have uh, one of the books there, but I want to make sure that you can look right in that camera, let folks know how they can support you as a new author, how they can buy Nova Be Bold. There might be a lot of families that are in need of this story right here. Look right there and let them know how they can find you. All right, y'all. So here's my book, Nova. Here's my book, Nova Be Bold. You can find me on Instagram at Nova Be Bold. You can find me on Facebook at Nova Be Bold. You can also purchase this book at Nova Be Bold. I just ask that for support, you know, just get the book, share this with your kids. Um, it comes with resources in the back for you if you are experiencing that trauma or have in the past. And it can be healing for adults too, because I know there are some adults who have not, probably haven't dealt with that trauma if they've experienced it. So you can just go to NovaBeBold.com and support, share, share the um, link for this interview. I'll share my page, share my Instagram and Facebook, just whatever's on your heart to do, just do that. 
Devondra, thank you so much for you being bold to share your story in this book format and to allow many who have experienced what you did to find healing in Nova Be Bold. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Oh, we y'all. I'm telling you, our people just be doing it. Okay. They just be doing the deck on thing. And I absolutely appreciate it so much. Uh, you heard it right there from Devondra herself. Go to NovaBeBold.com. Purchase this book. You know, this is a great time to get something that is special and unique and very much needed in our communities. If you know of folks who maybe didn't deal with their trauma and their adults or young people who may have opened up to you, I already have a few folks that I'm like, I need to purchase this for several folks. You know, please make sure you guys support Devondra. And really, it's about spreading this message of being bold in your healing. Uh, so I'm so grateful that she was on today. We're going to keep continuing to be bold because Jake Martin is in the building, a new brother who is a great addition to the Converge family. I cannot wait to dive in with all the things that Jay has going on. He's been all over the place. We're going to show you all some clips, but we're also going to be talking about his podcast, The Drive Project. Up next is Jay Martin. There it is. Jay Barton is coming up after this short break. Trust me, y'all do not want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday. And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Basa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. Definitely. Welcome back to the day with Trey, y'all. Of course, you guys got to tap in tonight, 8 p.m. My brother, proof in the play with truth with proof. Make sure you guys tap into that episode tonight. But I get the opportunity to welcome Jay Martin Jr. to the Converge family. It's official. What's up, Jay? What's good, Trey? I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, oh you know, I, I'm really excited because even just meeting you when we were at Hamilton and yeah. you're like, look, oh my God, we're about to do so much. And I was just like, yeah, the energy was on. It yes, was on. Yes. So, you know, you have been doing a lot of different things, but one of the things that I think was so touching, um, and we'll get into your story, but it was your speech at the Emmys. You guys just take a look real quick. Here's Jay at the Emmys. Before I jump into the next category, I wanted to take a second to actually say something, and I'm doing it for somebody very special to me, and it's my grandmother. When I was a little boy, you know, I'm not going to give my age right now, mm -mm. but when I was a little boy, I used to have conversations with my grandma, and um, she's from Buffalo, New York. That's where I was born, raised here in Washington. And she would say, Jay, what do you want to be when you're older, and where do you want to be? And I would say back to her, well, grandma, I hope to be in a room full of people that I admire, I respect, and I value. I grew up watching things like this, the Emmys, and, and, and um, watching journalists, and I would get so excited, and I'd be full of passion. My grandma passed away in the heaviness of COVID in 2020, and her dream was to watch me be on a stage like this. But I'm grateful to say, Grandma, I'm in the room tonight. 
There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wanted to start with that, Jay, because uh, it's just powerful. And, you know, uh, the, the whole audience, everyone knows I just lost my father. And, and there, there was so much pride coming from him yeah. to be like, oh my gosh, what? Converge won an Emmy. Like the yeah. idea of uh, the hard work and dedication that he sees me pouring into day in and day out, mm -hmm. paying out that way. I know you felt the same. Uh, yes. And first of all, I just want to say, you know, my condolences and, you know, been lifting you, you up, yeah. keeping you lifted up and stuff. And so um, it, that was a interesting moment uh, being at the Emmys because I a year ago had watched it on um, on television and um, I took a snapshot of it and said, I hope to be there within, a, you know, a few years and didn't realize that 12 months later, I'd be standing in the room. And my grandma was my hero. She was the person that I would talk to her probably, you know, sometimes two times a day. Uh, and she would just be like, Jay, I got something to tell you or something was on my heart. And I'd be like, OK, grandma. And she watched me go through process in life. And she would always tell me the day that you um, discover how beautiful your voice is, the world will become beautiful to you. And and for years, I, I suffered with just not um, accepting who I am. You know, I wanted to alter my voice. I wanted to change features. I wanted to do all these different things. She would say, baby, stop trying to change because when the real opportunity comes, it won't be able to find you because you're somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you need to stop and reflect and embrace who you are, all of who you are. And so she was that person in my life that would remind me of who I am. And so uh, when she passed away, it was like a piece of me had left. I mean, her anniversary is June 24th. Mine is June 25th. Yeah. I mean, when she passed away, when she was 76, I was 36, mm -hmm. you know, so there was always something in common. You know, when my mom pushed me out, the first person to hold me was my grandma. My mom didn't even get me. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there was always that special bond. And, and so she told me as a little boy, you're going to do TV. You're going to do media that you, you need to give what God has placed on the inside of you back to the people. And we need to see us rise. And I would be like, what do you mean us? She said this. We need to see us rise. People need to see there's hope that what you aspire to do, they can do it too. And so she was always reminding me, and I would take all these different detours, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we all do, right? I would take all these different detours, but she would remind me, remember what you want to do. Remember from a little boy. And so um, that loss was very painful. And so to, to get to, to the point, um, when she passed away in 2020, we, you know, we couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so she was in, in Buffalo, New York, and she had a blood clot that gave her six heart attacks. Mm -hmm. She passed immediately. And I was planning on going home. I had not seen her. We talk on the phone every day, but I hadn't seen her in about a good seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And so um, my heart was just broken because, of course, you could not go into the hospital. My grandfather couldn't even be in the hospital. The, the siblings, nobody. Mm -hmm. And so I went two years of just trying to figure out a way to heal. And um, it wasn't until I went to the Emmys. And I had a whole speech plan because I was supposed to just go and show up and do a couple of categories. At first, they wanted me to do half of it. I said, oh, no, I, I've never been here before. So I got to, you know, figure this out and feel it. Yeah. And so um, they said, what about nine? And then why don't you say something? And I was like, OK. So I had a whole thing planned. And then right before I walked onto the stage, I heard a voice say, go ahead and get your closure. Mm. 
Mm. Tell the people who your hero is, mm. the one they don't know about. And that's when I took the stage and I said, of course, you go to the Emmys, and you talk about your grandma. What? But <laughs> I did that. And I felt like this door of pain shut. And like she's proud that I continued on the legacy of pouring out and giving back. And she said, give back to the people what's been placed on the inside of you. So I really feel like that's what I'm here for. I don't know. And I don't want to cry, but you know, I'm just, she's, she was everything to me. And I am, I'm very grateful uh, that she was that voice that I could always look to. And she was a strong woman, a strong black woman, mm -hmm. and she didn't play. Yeah. And so, and, but I'm very grateful to have had that. And um, it's kept me very focused. I'll tell you this much, Jay. It, like uh, when you're talking about the depths of your grandmother, I'm feeling it over mm -hmm. here. And, and for me, that's exactly what keeps me in media. Mm -hmm. We do need to be seen. Our stories need to be uplifted. Yes. They need to be shared. They yeah. need to be showcased in the most glorious spotlight possible, right. right? And when we're at the helm of narrating and crafting these stories mm -hmm. and production and bringing it together, it really resonates with the audience. And I hear it all the time about the effect this show has. So I yes. really feel you in that. Now, tell us a bit about what you're doing in media and how you're utilizing, you know, what your grandma was telling you about the things that you had on the inside. How are you utilizing that in the media space? You know, it's interesting because I really believe for me growing up, I didn't feel like my voice was heard and I suffered a lot like, you know, trauma and certain things that I've gone through. And and for me, just like the last interview you just did, um, I didn't really get into therapy until I was an adult. Mm -hmm. For me growing up, it was, you know, especially as a man, you don't talk about things, you know, and it's almost like the unsaid thing. You just don't talk. You don't say anything. My grandma gave me the space to breathe. She created an atmosphere to where I could cry. I could be frustrated. I could be angry. And then we would just take a deep breath and then be like, okay, so how are we going to move forward? Mm -hmm. And so I felt like it was almost like this thing placed on me to do that for people. Mm -hmm. And so um, as I continued on my journey, I, I would say, I hope to just create a space where people can actually be their most authentic selves. They could actually drop the mask that they feel they have to wear because of society, because of social media, because of certain situations of trauma, that you can really just um, be yourself. And I'm not going to shame you, whatever that is, let's just breathe together in that. And I've had some of the most fantastic interviews, you know, on the podcast um, and, and just different atmospheres. And so I feel like that's my mission is, and it sounds, maybe it just sounds like, well, that's nice. But for me, it's everything You're right? because a lot of people are not breathing. Right. A lot of people on this earth are just holding their breath, trying to get to the next space. And I want to be the in-between person. I hope to be a person that can help facilitate a bridge between the, the, the condition and the answer mm. to where when you meet me, I let you breathe as you get to the answer. And I, I necessarily don't have all the answers, but I know somebody gave me just that space. And so that's what I feel like um, it's the journey that I've been given to walk on. So. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, and, you know, this journey for you have already has been, uh, you know, exciting indeed. Yes. I mean, we got a couple of clips here yes. because you got the opportunity to be on the plane as people were jumping yes. out for the. Yes. Tell, just but tell yes. us a bit about this. Set this up for us. What are we about to see here, Jay uh, Martin you, Jr.? You're about to see me face my fears. <laughs> I mean, it's so cool because because of the doors that are 
that are opening up. I've had different places or spaces open up to me being able to experience something. For me, that was with the U.S. Army. Shout out to you. Thank you for what you do. I'm so grateful. And I can't believe that y'all wanted me to get on a plane. But anyway, um, it was so great to go with the Golden Knights and to go up and see them jump for Seafair 2022. You know, we've all have had things where things were shut down and so it's been great to like see things open back up again one of those things was to see the golden knights jump out of the plane i was actually going to jump out and then i said you know today's not my day <laughs> i'm not ready for that i always think of the fresh prince of bel-air clip when he's like hillary will you and he's right. like, i didn't want that to be me so but i plan on i want to do that uh but yeah so this clip is super cool to be able to be around people that just inspire do the work that they do to support our country and beyond. And so this is some, they jump, some of them have jumped over 3,000 times and it's for Seafair. So yeah, take a look. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now you are right there in the heart right of the action. There. I was oh right goodness. next to the door where they were jumping out of it. Every time somebody would jump my stomach. Uh, but that was such an experience and I'm so grateful. And they're looking at wanting to have me have my first, you know, jumping experience. Oh. So, I, you know, in a couple of months, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards it. I'm working towards it. Hey, if you need a partner, yeah. you got one in me. Okay, I'm really, Trey? I'm ready. Okay. I am okay, ready. I'm going to hold you to yeah, it. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> well, also, too, I mean, when we talk about doors opening, yeah. you were just recently at the Steelheads opening, yes. right? Just tell us a bit about this as well. That was such an experience to be in a room full of people that are successful. I think what was really amazing is that, you know, there was a location that had closed down due to the pandemic. And so the pyramid, I believe it was called, it had closed down. And I really believe that the Soto area, all of that needs um, just a breath of fresh air. And so it was so nice to be there amongst different people. People were winning signed um, baseballs from Ken Griffey Jr. Wow. The food I'm such a foodie. Yeah. I, you know, the food was exquisite. You know, I tasted Korean barbecue wings. I had pizza. I had, they had drinks, different types of drinks there. And then it was just great to rub shoulders and have great conversation. And so, and then what was amazing is to know that it is actually the first black brewery in our city. So that was cool to see that unfolding and seeing the history and all of that. So I think for me, I was taking so much in of just having good conversation, tasting the food and hearing the, 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 the chatter going around about, can you believe this is actually happening for us across from T-Mobile Park? And so it was great. The swag was great. You got a bag, you got a hat, you got a t-shirt, all the good stuff and people were winning things. But I think there's something to be said about community and Seattle really needs that in coming out of and still dealing with certain things. Yeah. But I think it, community is really a big thing for Seattle. And so I think we need to come together. I think we need to gather, you know, of course, being safe. But I think it's great to see spaces open back up where we can enjoy each other and talk and belong and just be. So yeah. that was my experience. It was so good. It oh, was worth it. I'm glad Converge was in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, who? they were like, who are you with Converge? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> like, right. Converge. I'm yeah. so excited to be here. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you're an amazing addition to the family and shout out to Medier Brewing who's uh, over there running the yes. Steelheads Bar right there across from T-Mobile Park. This is really exciting because I'm loving to see 
us be able to take advantage of these yeah. opportunities as spaces mm -hmm. shut down. You know, we're ready. We're yes. ready with our business plans. We're right. ready with everything right. that we need to fill in these spaces. So I just, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that you were there. But uh, of course, I mean, we talked a little bit about this, but the Drive yes. Project mm -hmm. is your podcast yes. that is joining the Converge yes. Media family. So um, as you were sharing, you know, you're really looking to be that conduit mm -hmm. between, you know, people, you know, and their, their healing situation, whatever that is, their trauma mm -hmm. over to the actual solution. Yeah. Tell us a bit about how you've been able to really develop this podcast to be that voice that you were talking about, you wanted to bring mm -hmm. into the world of media. Well, you know, the, the interesting backstory behind it is I was very insecure of my voice growing up. And I've shared this before, you know, um, I have siblings and I have brothers and they got the cool voice. You know, they were like, they had the really deep, like, you know, when puberty hit them, you knew. You, it seemed like when puberty hit me, I went opposite. I sound more like my grandmother. My voice got higher. And I'm like, what is this? And it was a big struggle for me, you know? And so I went through a lot of uh, just pain because I would practice in the mirror trying to change my voice. Mm. And so fast forward, uh, 2018, I have a great friend. His name is Andrew Coleman Smith. He used to work for King Five here in Seattle. And so now he's a VP of a video firm, all this kind of stuff. And he looked at me one day and we were sitting at a restaurant and he said, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And I said, who? <laughs> and he said, you, your voice. I said, oh, I don't have a voice people would want to listen to. And he says, actually, you do. He says, you've helped me through a lot of stuff just in conversations. I think if you would embrace your insecurity, it would be such a um, level of success for you. My grandma would say, once you embrace all your insecurities, they become weapons of success. Mm -hmm. And so um, I launched, the, I, I was like, okay. And he's like, if you could just get a few people. I said, well, who wants to talk to me? He said, ask ask, you'd be surprised. So I started asking Emmy award winning journalists and, you know, writers and producers, and they were giving me my yes. Mm -hmm. And I would sit there and start interviewing people. And it's been such a blessing to be able to, um, it, it's weird because it started out with, I was very nervous, but as you listen to the podcast, you will find out that I get more and more confident. And I tell you more about me, the goal in this, in this podcast, I named it the drive project podcast. Cause I really believe we're all a project in the making. We're something that is unfolding. And so that's what I feel like this podcast is. That's why I started it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create a space for people to breathe and share. And um, we'll see where we go with it. You know, I don't know the final ending, but I know where I'm at right now. And I'm not where I used to be. So, you know, let's do this. And uh, it has been a beautiful uh, journey. And so I hope that as people go on this journey with now being here with you guys, that we'll go deeper. You know, that will open up more and we'll, we'll, we'll really get to a place to where we really can be comfortable. I hope I want to cry with you. I want to laugh with you. I want to grow with you. And so that, that's what this podcast means to me. And so who would have thought that the, the little boy who is like, I can't talk. I, I you know, who's going to listen to me is the very thing that now I do wow. as a podcaster, as a journalist now. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a crazy world. It is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jay Martin Jr. In the building, the new addition to the Converge family, man. Welcome brother. Thank welcome. Thank you so much. I am so inspired by just listening to your story, getting to connect with you. This is just the beginning because yes, we is. got plenty more we're going to be doing together. Yes. And I can't wait for these opportunities to open up for us to 
the bond, yes. build on this mm-hmm. amazing media platform here right. at Converge. Right. Um, this for me is really us taking ownership. Mm. You know what I mean? We're not asking for permission. We're not begging for nothing. Right. We are doing it and yes. moving forward. And yeah. as uh, Tosh Haynes said right here on that couch, she said, we're living in purpose on purpose. Yes. And I have been saying that ever since she said that uh, to me, because that's exactly what it is. And yeah. I know that we're not just making those who we were connected with, like your grandmother and my yeah. father proud, right. but our entire, entire. ancestral line yes. is proud of what we're doing here. So officially welcome. Oh, I'm so I grateful. love you so much. Thank Can't wait you. to hang and yes. do all the things. Yes. We will always be in touch. This is always a space for you. So if you, you ever have anything going on, you want to come back on and share an yes, amazing guest, yes. anything, you got it. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's Absolutely. such a pleasure to be able to do the things that I'm able to do. And, and you know, it's passion, purpose, and possibility. There it is. That's it. You know, I just want to allow people to experience that and share that. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Of course. You know? Anytime. Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. You guys, I know we went over. I know we did. <laughs> but it was so important for us to really dive deep with Jay Martin Jr. here. And I'm telling you, when we talk about what media is, Devondra Wheeler was here sharing her book, Another Form of Media, right? We need to be doing the thing by telling our stories, by being bold in our approaches to life. Of course y'all know. I want y'all to be inspired by these guys that were on here today, Devondra and Jay Martin Jr. doing their thing. And at the end of the day, they took the opportunity. They took that leap. They bet it on themselves to say they knew they had something to give to the community, to give to the greater Seattle and Washington region and West Coast region, that they had something to give to the world. This is exactly what makes us better. When we all step out and be bold with ourselves and our Mm -hmm. approaches to our life. Because I promise you, there's something brewing in you that needs to be pulled out for others to find that connection to your story, to be, uh, you know, empowered by it, to be inspired by it. So please be inspired by my guest today. I want to thank them both, Devondra and Jay Martin Jr. for being right here with me on The Day with Trey. Of course, I want to thank you all too for watching. You guys know we got another great show up for you tomorrow. And until then, at 11 a.m., peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.